Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Yes, indeed. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to NABWIC Talks. I am Jada Williams, your host for today, and it gives me great pleasure to be on the air and in the studio this Wednesday morning. I have to ask you, just like the commercial said, to please follow, like, and share on all your different social media platforms that you are hanging out with NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. Or head over to our website at www.navwick.org and engage with us. Yes, click them buttons. It's 2022. Check out how to join, become our next newest member, and get your red shirt. We want to see you at our next upcoming national event. Also, check out our busy calendar. If you want to ride the wave in NABWIC world, you want to stay locked into our website. And that website, again, is www.nabwick.org, and we cannot wait to communicate with you. Today, we have an action-packed show planned for you, but you already know, in the studio, we have no other than Ann McNeil, the master builder herself, Miss. Ursula Odom of Sula 2, and Jackie Perry of JP and Associates. Good morning, Ann. How are you? Or we might be getting the spirit from Miss Ursula Odom in the studio this morning. Good morning. Oh, it is a wonderful day just to be able to say hello and to greet you all today. We have a great show. You're going to get great information. And, you know, when you're rocking and rolling with Ms. Jada Williams, you can't do any better. Uh, this is a wonderful organization to be a part of. If you don't know it, you're going to learn about it today. If you do know it, celebrate it. All right, back to you, Jada. Yes, indeed. Well, today's show We are going to be reviewing. Listen, we're not going to keep giving you all of our secrets. You're going to have to eventually join NABWIC. But we are going to share with you NABWIC Talks Billion Dollar Opportunities in Port with Brendana. 
And we cannot wait to share this information because, as we like to say in Navig World, we turn our contacts into contracts. But before we get this show rolling and or get a special message from Ms. Ann McNeil herself, would like to bring you the Nav Week news that you can absolutely use, which is sponsored this morning by MCO Construction Services, a small company with a large presence. If you want to get in contact, please call 305-693-4344. Our Nav Week news that you can absolutely use, you want to meet us at our Hard Hats and Hills Thursday, April 28th in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's from 6 to 8 p.m. You definitely do not want to miss this amazing event. We also have our Lunch and Learns in um, Northeast Florida, Lunch and Learns in Detroit, and, of course, Florida. Breakfast with South Florida and the ATL Who's in Your Tribe. So please head over to Eventbrite and register or, like I said in the beginning, you can always stay up to date with things going on in Napwick World on our website. We also have our different committees in Napwick and our special education training that you're not going to want to miss out. So please, this is Napwick News that you can absolutely use. Brought to you by NCO Construction and Services out of Miami, Florida, a small company with a large presence. Well, moving right along, moving right along, Miss Ursula, in the studio, we are going ahead and see what was going on at this billion-dollar luncheon. Brenda began her career at Port Houston in 2006 and is the director of the Technical and Business Analytics Department. In her capacity, she guides technical subject matter experts on work efforts, including grants, project controls, processes, improvements, and project management related to new and existing maritime terminal assets, including the management of consultants. So don't miss out. If you already had, this is the second time around, we are sharing with you this special message presentation from Miss Brenda Port of Houston. You will want to get your notepads and pens and stay tuned and don't miss out on these golden nuggets and billion-dollar opportunities in port. Yes, indeed. Miss Ursula Odom, let's go ahead and get the show started. Right now, we are going to recognize our sponsors. We cannot do NABWIC without our sponsors, so we definitely want to recognize our sponsors and thank our sponsors for their continued support, financial support, of the National Association of Black Women in Construction. Our platinum sponsors are AECOM and Jacobs, so thank you to AECOM and Jacobs for being our platinum sponsors. Our gold sponsors are WSP and the Federal Procurement Center. Thank you to WSP and the Federal Procurement Center for being the sponsors of our billion-dollar luncheon today. Thank you very much. Thank you. A woman in the spotlight, Kenyatta Lee. Kenyatta Lee is a, a seasoned, result-driven leader in the transportation industry. Through her 30 years career, Lee has successfully strengthened multi-modeled organizations with 
implementing of thought, thoughtful process improvements and innovation design to achieve strategic goals and objectives. Her expertise spans into every factor of public transportation sector, including finance, operations, human resources, safety, technology, compliance, innovation, communications, and marketing from, from Florida's largest courts and transit agencies. Lee recently joined Florida Department of Transportation, the FDOT, as the chief office, as a chief of model, model uh, development. In this role, she oversees Florida's comprehensive multimedia networks, which include the Office of Aviation, Freight, Multimodal Operations, Seaport, Spaceport, and Transit. Please welcome Ms. Lee. I wanted to thank NABWIC for the great opportunity of being recognized for this award and this recognition. It really means a lot to me to be recognized for the, doing something that I really have a joy for and a passion for, which is transportation, and being the product of a single mother who has um, instilled in me the great confidence and the ability to be very independent and to shoot for the stars. This really means a lot to me, and also the fact that my husband, who has supported me throughout my career aspirations has been my kind of my my strong man in the background. Like they say, every great man has a great woman behind them. I have a great man behind me, and he supported me throughout my career. And the fact that I'm being recognized for doing something that I truly enjoy and I'm truly I'm joyful about, expiring uh, great innovation and making safe, efficient transportation in the state of Florida and throughout my career or the other things I've done, I really um, appreciate this opportunity to be recognized. And thank you, and I wish you a very successful event today. Great. Congratulations once again to our woman in the spotlight, Kenyatta Lee. Congratulations to her. If you can just uh, drop an applause emoji with your reactions to applaud her for her service in this industry. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce our next presenter, which will be Brenda Trevino from, the, from Port Houston. Brenda Trevino began her career at Port Houston in 2006 and is the Director of Technical and Business Analytics for the department. Brenda graduated from Oklahoma State University with a Bachelor of Science degree in Civil Engineering. She received her Master's of Business Administration from Texas Women's University. She is also a Project Management Professional. Prior to joining Port Houston, she held positions with Exxon Company USA and the Harris County Flood Control District. Brenda is a, uh, is a member of the Society of American Military Engineers and Project Management Institute. So without further ado, welcome Ms. Brenda Trevino. Uh, I also wanted to start by thanking the organization again for the opportunity to come to you and to show you what the Port of Houston is doing. Uh, the presentation today will be divided into two parts. The first part will be general information about Port Houston, so you can get to know us. And then the second piece will be information on our upcoming construction projects. And I tried to make it as focused and as relevant as I could, so it's from, uh, it's just for the year 2022 and starts in the second quarter. So hopefully it will give you a lot of information. Uh, and then I also invited some of our business equity division to join us today. I haven't been able to verify how many of them may be on the line, but there will be an opportunity. I'll give you the Port Houston website at the end 
uh, it's on the uh, end of the last slide as well. So um, I believe so we can uh, make contact in the future. So thank, thank you again. As we begin, everything we do at Port Houston is under the guidance and the direction of our chairman and commissioners. So I wanted to introduce them to you as well. That's what this is here for, uh, especially our chairman, Rick Campo. Uh, so we look to these individuals to help us in our strategic mission and vision for the future and to help us execute that mission. Okay, so I wanted to show you a little bit about who we are by identifying here on this slide, the Houston Ship Channel over on the right-hand side in gold. It's 52 miles long, and along this ship channel, which we are the uh, local sponsor for with the uh, U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, um, we play a part and have our own terminals, but there are over 200 other facilities that line this channel on its way into the turning basin. So um, we have a part in this, and then we're also an advocate and coordinate with all those other different facilities that are along the channel. Uh, so I wanted to give you a picture of where that is. And then the terminals that we're going to be talking about specific projects at today, one is called the turning basin, and it's at the far upper end where the circle is in gold. That is a turning basin terminal. And the next one is down close to where you see the word Laporte. That is our uh, Barber's Cut terminal. It's the, and there's a, a small little area that comes in through uh, at that spot and, and has a little wider area at the end uh, in the water. And that's the turning area for Barber's Cut. Then a little further down at the point that's just below Laporte, where the, it comes into um, a point, that's uh, our Bayport terminal. I didn't label them on here, but specifically most of our projects are in, in those three terminals. Um, we do, as it says, we operate six others, and so we do have projects in those as well. But you'll be hearing me uh, refer to them as Turning Basin, Barber's Cut and Bayport, where it's appropriate. And we are an economic engine. So this slide is just to demonstrate how that engine operates. Um, it starts with the channel. You know, you just heard Jorge talk about the channel widening and deepening there. We also have our own widening and deepening of the Houston Ship Channel that started, in fact, construction started turning ground this past Sunday. So dredging is underway. If there were no channel, there would be no port. If there were no port, no cargo, no cargo, no commerce, no commerce, no jobs. So we're all about everything within that engine and helping it run. This is crucial, but not only to the Houston area, but to our region. And then we do reach out uh, across the country. The next slide just shows the overall port complex on a super scale. This is, is not just our terminals, but the whole terminal of Port Houston. Shows how many consumers there are within a thousand miles of the port, 152 million. We're number one in steel in the United States. We call ourselves sometimes the, the, the fifth corner of uh, the United States because in, in the interior of the Gulf, you know, 69% of those containers go into the Gulf that um and they come to us uh we are the busiest 
uh, have over 8,300 vessel calls a year and over 200,000 barge calls and transits into the uh, ship channel. So we're very, very busy. We've got a lot of activity going on and we're very proud of those facts. This is something I think each of you will be interested in. Um, we want to point today to our interest in small minority and women-owned businesses. We've had a small business initiative at Port Houston for many years, but in uh, July of 21, we expanded that. And now we're not just small business uh, oriented, but also minority and women business enterprise oriented. Uh, so we're uh, seeking to network and mentor more uh, we're industry-specific programming. We have training activities. We have something called uh, uh, Port University uh, that, where we bring in new vendors and tell them how to deal with us and uh, how they can get into our procurement system. Also, um, you know, how to access those procurements is on our website. But uh, the big news here is in this gold bubble and what our goals are as an organization and how much participation we want from small minority and women-owned businesses. So this is really appropriate where I'm really glad you guys are, are hearing this today and I hope you'll take advantage as much as you can. So now we're gonna get right to our construction projects. Some of these for the second quarter 2022 edition of this information are in design currently. So the solicitation for construction hasn't been released yet. Uh, and some of those will go on through the fourth quarter. So uh, this is updated on a quarterly basis. So as things change, you get the more up-to-date timelines. And if new projects are initiated, they'll show up on the list. I'm gonna go through this one uh, in a little more detail than the others for understanding because they're all in the same format. This gets to the specific projects that are underway and will be coming out for solicitation soon. So first of all, we have each one of them will have a title of the project at the top and it will identify the terminal that that project is going to be performed in. And then there'll be an image. And in that image, we're gonna circle or identify or highlight the specific area in that terminal where the project will be uh, constructed. Below, You'll see a table on the bottom. For instance, this one is at uh, the Barber's Cut Terminal. It's a rehabilitation, a container yard four and five north. You can see exactly where it's bubbled in on the screen. It's 17 acres of container yard that's 18 inch RCC, which is roller compacted concrete that's associated with that terminal that's being replaced. The time frames are gonna be shown by quarter. In this blue box at the bottom, we'll have procurement timeframes, construction timeframes. Then we also have a box here for what the NIGP codes. So if you know what your business is specifically aligns with, as far as the um, National Institute of Government Purchasing is concerned, these NIGPs, then you can quickly look and see, ah, that's, that's a code that I'm familiar with and I can tag up with a prime or I can do some of this sub work myself. Um, we also list in the next box, the small business opportunities that we've identified that we're aware of. There could be more with each one of these jobs. So this particular job has um, material testing, surveying, security, electrical work, 
signs and striping. And then we always have photography too. We take pictures of our projects once a month and then they're put into documentation for that project. So, and then at the right-hand side, you're going to see the, the Port of Houston Authority contact. It's usually the project manager who is directly involved with the development of that project. So if you want to contact that person directly, you can do that. Um, so hopefully this information at the bottom will be very helpful to you uh, as we move forward. Any questions on this before we go forward to look at the others? So the, the second project that we'll talk about is at Barber's Cut Terminal. It's to construct refrigerated storage facilities. This is something in a port you may not be quite familiar with. And the picture over on the right, it, it identifies something in the foreground and something in the background. We're taking the background structure away and this uh, little piece of infrastructure in the foreground is what's called a reefer bunker. What we're going to be doing is installing more reefer connections in this specific project area that's highlighted in red on the um, picture at the left. You know, identifying here that uh, the small business opportunities here are demolition, electrical, signage, and striping. Um, again, there could be more. But this is projected. It's out for advertisement and is being projected for award second quarter 22 and they'll begin construction immediately thereafter. There's a big variety of projects that we do. Some are structural and are related to buildings. Some of those buildings are metal. Some of those buildings are not. So this is a particular building where we're going to extend and add on. It's a metal building. It's our maintenance building at Bayport Terminal, and we're going to add an additional canopy bay on the outside of the enclosed new bay. So this is more of an architectural. There, is, there are some structural elements to this as well as foundational. Uh, demolition will be a part of this that we feel like a small business could handle. Um, the advertisement for this is coming out in second quarter. We plan to award it second quarter and we'll move right into construction. Here's a project at our turning basin terminal. Our turning basin terminal is with our, our first large terminal and some of its facilities, uh, because the port is over 100 years old, some of these facilities have aged quite a bit. So we're going through, a, a con we went through a condition assessment. We've gone through a, uh, we call it FECAP. It's a, a program to identify how we're going to program to replace or rehabilitate and make things better, get it back up to its original condition, or even improve it beyond that. This is three wharves, Wharf 1E, Wharfs 47 and 48, and some of the uh, pictures of the things that uh, need to be fixed over on the right. So again, this is a second quarter project, second quarter award. Something else at the Turning Basin, we have restrooms for our uh, dock workers uh, and, and they have aged as well. So we've got 15 existing restroom buildings that are going to be replaced with 11 precast concrete restroom buildings. Um, this has already gone out for advertisement, but it hasn't been awarded yet. Uh, so the information for it is in the, in the bottom as well. And you can see at the turning basin, all the different little labels in blue and white that are different wharves or areas that we, um, that cargo comes aboard. 
Here's a rail switch replacement. We also have rail that comes down to the turning basin docks to pick up cargo and uh, take it elsewhere. So we have to replace some of these rail switches on an ongoing annual basis. That's what this project is. This is also uh, the turning basin, repair of some things at wars 24, 25, and 26. And these pictures are from up underneath the dock in areas where spalling and uh, deterioration have happened, where we've had to make accommodations and not accept cargo at that point. So we're trying to uh, upgrade that and bring it back to its current standard. So some of these things are under deck, under dock. They're also out at the water or from the water, not just from the land. This is back at Barber's Cut, and it's a, a new maintenance complex that we plan to build. So it will be a new building. The existing building is shown on the left, and the building on the right is our relatively new maintenance building at Bayport, which this Barber's Cut building will be modeled after somewhat. So it'll be 128,000 square feet. So big building. Lots of things to do and maintain on our cranes and other equipment. Uh, Bayport Auto Terminal Building uh, demolition. We have had an auto manufacturer uh, use this building for a period of time for uh, preparing the, the vehicles before they are taken to dealerships. Uh, we're no longer using it for that. So this building will be removed and uh, new facilities then uh, built in its place. So this is just for the demolition of the building. This is a um, dredge pipe sleeve at, back up at the turning basin um, at a particular wharf between 18 and 19. It's, it's fairly complex. We have an existing um, dredge pipe route that when we dredge the Houston Ship Channel in this area, that dredge material has to go to a certain to a, a dredge placement area and it's off to the right hand side of this map but the air the uh, route that we use to take to get there uh, is deteriorating and so we need to replace and um, upgrade that so that's what this project is for we're also renovating our um, port coordination center building so we have renovations there that are HVAC and and other uh, amenities inside the building. Uh, we also develop, we've got properties that are undeveloped. So this particular property is ready for pre-development, which means we've done the environmental work on it, but we're going to need to do uh, clearing, grading, grubbing, uh, putting in a fill material to a certain elevation. So we've got trucking, stormwater erosion protection, surveying, and things like that that we're going to be needing. Wharf 7, this is a really big project, but it has a lot of small business opportunities. So I'll just ask that uh, you read through that in the interest of time. Bayport also has a uh, container yard, one north and middle. This uh, uh, has been accelerated. You know, Jorge mentioned that, um, you know, the extreme expansion and the increase in the pressure of trying to relieve the congestion from uh, all this increased traffic and everything that's happened over the last couple of years. This is something we had planned to do a year or two from now, but had to move into a more urgent schedule uh, just to relieve congestion at our terminals. 
So uh, this is currently being designed. It'll be advertised next quarter uh, and we'll move right into construction as soon as possible. Another land development project. So similar to the one that I mentioned uh, a few minutes ago. These, this is a, uh, a wharf rehabilitation and repair similar to some of the um, underneath uh, that was shown on one of the prior projects. Uh, this will be all about uh, and around um, Wharf 2. Okay, this is the last one. This is a, an example of some of the things that we do underwater. Uh, so that it, there's a different preparation that's needed for this and different construction techniques that are used to get it done as well. But this is um, supposed to be Wharf 20 and 21. Uh, it'll repair the sheet piles, the deck, uh, under Wharf piles, uh, and tiebacks include and a new fender. So uh, it, we're really excited about getting this work done as well. So at this point, uh, my contact information is here, but also um, porthouston.com. Our website uh, has a wealth of information on it. You can go directly to procurement. You can go directly to our business equity division, talk to them about our business equity program and get registered in that program. We, we don't certify ourselves, but we do ac accept the certification of others um, in our region, the, the city and Metro and, and others. So um, work with them, get registered and get into, I would advise you to get into our procurement um, by speed system with our procurement staff and as soon as you are, then when things come up that are associated with the NIGP codes that you had identified, then you'll get an electronic notice of all of these opportunities that come out. And that's it for me. Thank you very much, Ms. Trevino. In the interest of time, we are not going to have any questions. However, there are some questions in the chat, uh, Ms. Trevino, if you can answer them in the chat and we'll continue um, the program. So I know that we've had a wealth of information today, and I know that it was all valuable. If you guys got something from today's Billion Dollar Luncheon, can you give me a thumbs up? I wanna see the thumbs up. Thank you, I see I see Madam Chair giving two thumbs up. Um, as always, uh, thank you, Mr. Chavez, I see your thumbs up. As always, such an amazing time when we get together and we bring a billion dollars in contracting opportunities to you, and that's what we endeavor to do uh, bi-monthly. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.